listening to the Wanderlusting Wives podcast, your podcast for escaping life's monotony, inspiring self-love, and discovering the constant beauty of this ever-changing world. Welcome to Wild Card Wednesdays. On this week's episode, Allie and Regan share their highs and lows for the week, what it's like to be young wives, and their thoughts on Disney's rock and roller coaster. Welcome to the Wonderlusting Wives podcast. We are your navigators, Allison and Regan. And happy Wildcard Wednesday. We're going to have some fun stuff coming at you today. Uh, we're going to do uh, a little bit of a different article for our uh, Discover section, and uh, we'll we'll talk more about that when it comes. But uh, before we get started here, of course, if you haven't had the chance to check out our new website, it's www.wanderlustingwives.com. And we would love for you to subscribe to our newsletter, um, a reminder that that gets you an entry in our uh, giveaway on social media, and also just like share your stories with us if you'd be interested in joining us on a travel tuesday episode we would love to have you uh ellie any updates on your end yes we are still doing the giveaway as regan just mentioned and we are getting so close to 200 followers so if you're not already please follow us on instagram so that you can be entered into our giveaway with a bunch of travel stuff that we're giving um out to you as a thank you for listening and um, following us and engaging with us. So our Instagram is at wonderlustingwives and you can follow us on our other social media as well. Uh, we would love that. Our Facebook is Wonderlusting Wives Podcast, Twitter at wonderlustwives. And as always, our email is always open for you to reach out and we can be reached at wonderlustingwives at gmail.com. And be sure to subscribe to our newsletter for an extra entry into our giveaway. All right, so Wildcard Wednesday today. Let's take a deep breath before we get into our escape segment where we spin the wheel of possibilities and we just got to go with whatever it says. So here we go. And she's a spinning. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? Okay, we got young wives is our category. I think this is a pretty good one. Because it kind of speaks to our wanderlusting wives name. Um, and when we mean young wives, that that sometimes triggers something weird in people where they're like, what does that mean? Are you like mail order brides? Like, were you forced to get married against your will or something? No, we did not. We did not get married as teenagers, but we did get married right out of college. So Allie, what has it been like for you to be to have been married so young? Like, how do you how do people see that and how do you um, use that as part of your identity? Yeah. So let's just go back here. Let's see. I got married when I was 22. My husband was 21. We're born the same year, but he's just a couple months younger than me. Um, so we were old enough to drink at our wedding if we wanted to. Not that I drink, but my husband likes to have um, a drink from time to time. So at least we we're old enough to drink if we would like to. So we're not that young, but still young nonetheless. Um, 22 and 21 is definitely young. Um, and we actually got engaged at, well, let's see, 20 years old. So yeah, pretty young to be making some pretty, pretty big uh, life choices here. So if you listen to um, one of our recent Travel Tuesday episodes, I mentioned when I realized that Nate, my husband, was the one, and we had gone on a road trip and had some challenging um, tent camping for 10 days, and 
really made me realize that he was the one. Um, and from there, I just knew that, you know, marrying him was something I wanted to do. And I felt like, why wait? We were financially stable. We had paid off all of our college debt. Um, Nate had a job secured, uh, like a career job. Um, I was finishing my master's degree um, in our first year of marriage, and I had a teaching job um, teaching preschool. So it seemed right. We were financially stable. We felt ready in our mar- or in our relationship to get married. And it wasn't something that we were just like, yeah, let's just get married on a whim. Like we really thought about it and took the time to um, do like premarital counseling because we we're going to get married at his church. But <laughs> 2020 was our wedding year. Um, so that didn't happen, but that's okay. At least we had, you know, some of those foundational skills and those conversations with the pastor to you know, make sure that this is something that we're ready to commit to because we are young. Marriage is challenging enough, but it's also going to be challenging when you're young too. People don't really take you seriously sometimes as a young um, husband and wife. And sometimes, not that I ever have felt like embarrassed to say that I'm married at like 22, but sometimes I feel like people judge you very quickly. They see you have like the wedding ring on or whatever. And you know me or you've been on our Instagram, I have a young looking face. So does Regan. I can't hide the fact that I'm young. Um, So I think it's so easy for people to judge us. And I haven't had like any major like judging experiences, but you can always see people kind of like, you're married. Okay. So it feels weird sometimes, but now that I'm 25, we're going to be celebrating three years of marriage in May. And I'm just kind of at that point in my life where I don't really care what people have to think as much as I used to. So just kind of own it. Like, yeah, I'm a young wife. And you know what? My husband and I made this choice. We're committing to each other for the rest of our life. Yeah. Is every day easy? No, that's marriage. That's having any relationship. Like Regan and I shared in a previous episode, our relationship has had trials and tribulations, but we choose to still be friends and put in that effort. And the same thing goes for a marriage. And it's been fun. We get to grow up together. We experience college together. We've experienced buying our first home together, paying off cars together, like all these fun adult things you get to do with your best friend every day. And yeah, like I said, I keep saying, yes, it's hard, but it's also so much fun and so rewarding when you put that work in. And I don't regret getting married young, even if people have things to say about it. It's a great decision. And I'm just lucky that I got to find the one so early in life. Yeah. Uh, that was a long tangent. No. <laughs> that's how I feel to all you haters out there for marrying young. It's yeah. yeah. It's not for everyone, but totally. And you, you brought up a lot of really great points too, that it's like, not everybody is so lucky to even in their lifetime, find their person, their best friend. Um, and it's so unique and so beautiful when your best friend is also your spouse. Um, and yeah, when Nolan and I were friends for a few years before we were like, oh, wow, we like have something more here. And it, it is, it's really special. And why would I want to wait to start that next chapter with my best friend? Now, and like premarital counseling, that was so essential as getting married so young because 
we're we're just graduating college, let alone thinking about like, oh, there's all of these things that um, are really challenging in marriage, like from communication to just making financial decisions. Do you do you not want to have kids? Like all of these conversations were so essential to have, and it got those conversations going. There were some really tough conversations, but it established that foundation of we want to make this work. This is what we want. We had every opportunity to get out of it, but we decided together that we were going to face the next chapter of our lives with uh, together. Um, and with that foundation of friendship, it just made it so much easier. And I felt like I almost didn't have a choice in a way because it was either graduate college and have no idea what I'm doing, which looking back, maybe I should have taken a little bit of time to, um, you know, be on my own for a little while. But honestly, like, I got to go through the hard things that we did, including a, a worldwide pandemic. Had I not gotten married when I did, I would not have had, I would have been alone through that. I would have been isolated. Um, and instead I had Nolan. Uh, we moved, Our the beginning of our marriage was really, really tough um, because we got married in July after graduating from college in May. And I did not see him for like the first six months of our marriage because he was working in theater. And also in that time, we moved to New York City. Uh, so being in a new place, uh, not really having a community of people, really not having the um, self-awareness and confidence to be able to establish that community and not having him. So the beginning of our marriage was really, really tough. But um, it's been really rewarding to look back and be able to identify that um, we've already been through a lot in our almost four years of marriage. And we, I, I would say that it being so tough has made me appreciate my marriage so much more and his role in my life of just being my supporter, being my best friend, being the, the shoulder to cry on. Like it's so unique to be able to find your person so young so yeah, why would I want to wait and like not be with them? Um, but I totally hear what you're saying too, Allie, about just like some people give you that side eye. And I if, if you're one of those people, that totally fine. Like have your have your feelings or whatever. But I would also encourage you, like, just because you're young doesn't mean that you are frivolous. It doesn't mean that you are just impulsive. Um, that's definitely the case for some people. And I, I um, in adolescence, it's just natural sometimes. But um, young people are also really capable of making informed decisions. And I don't regret my decision one bit to get married. Uh, we were the same ages as you, Allie, except I was 21 and Nolan was 22. Uh, planned a wedding in six months. It was great. You heard the story of our proposal. And if you haven't, go back and listen to uh, episode one of this season. But yeah, it's actually a pretty special thing when you sit and reflect on it, which is exactly what we're doing right now. And I love it. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up the most trending articles on the web on topics you choose at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. The entire web becomes listenable for the first time, all in one place. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling and start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, or even the Kardashians. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And the best part, they have podcasts. 
Explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries. You can even find us there. I started using it as my default podcast app. They even have a digital radio. Download and use Newsly for free now at www.newsly.me or from the link in the description and use promo code WIVES. That's W-I-V-E-S. And you can get a one-month free premium subscription. You can find all this information in our description from this episode. And now back to our episode. Oof, that was a good one. I I love this, that we're just like kind of having a random topic and reflecting. It like really, really forces you to kind of be like, how do I feel about this in my life? And how do I uh, incorporate it into my identity? And do I incorporate it too much? And at what point am I not a young wife anymore? (laughs) Like, I think we always will be because we got married young, but you just learn those life lessons in a different way and alongside someone else. It's just that you have someone to pick you up anytime in all of that hard post-college adulting stuff. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, with that, I think we should move along to our Inspire segment. Uh, And I know we've had a lot going on lately in our lives. So, Allie, what are your highs and lows? So, as promised, I told you I was going to give you an update when Marley has returned from boot camp, and she's back. She came back um, a couple days ago. Yeah, she's back with us. Um, So, she was gone for two weeks doing some boot camp, um, just getting better training because she's kind of crazy and needed some professional assistance. Um, So, we've just been working hard with her to keep up the training um, at home and so far so good. It's only been like 48 hours, but um hopeful with the behaviors that I'm seeing from her are much more positive than we were seeing before. So excited for what's to come and hopefully I can report back with some more highs from her and they don't turn into lows. Um, but yeah, excited to have her back and I think Kira's excited as well. So we're all all excited and happy that she's here. So that would definitely be my high of this week. And then my low, as much as I love my job, March is such a hard month. <laughs> I, um, like we said before, we're from New York and how our school district was, was we would have a February break and then we would have like, um, like a spring break in usually late March, early um, April, whenever Easter is. And living in Pennsylvania, they don't have that. So I haven't had a break since um, winter break and March. We don't have any days off. And it feels like the longest month ever. Students are getting to that point in the year where they're like, I'm kind of getting over this. The weather's starting to get nicer. So they're wanting to go outside, which I can't blame them. They're kids. Um, And I want to be outside too. So just trying to push through this month and get to April and May and we go into June because we start um, a little bit later in my school. So just trying to push through so we can get to the end here and all come out uh, in one piece. It's it's a rough <laughs> month, but we will get there because it's, it's also getting to that point where you're starting to get excited for summer and the warmer weather too. So you're getting a little bit impatient and coming off of February with 28 days and then March has 31 days, but then like no days off from school outside of the weekend. It just feels kind of tough. So yeah, it's going to keep pushing on through and yeah, we'll get there. You got this. You got this. It's a good thing March only comes every 12 months. Well, you know <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously. But, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I would say that Milo, I mean, yeah, March is a really rough month for us at work, too, because we have our national conference that we hold each March. And uh, we're really getting down to it of like these last marketing pushes and uh, tensions are high in our team and uh, we're going to make it happen. It's going to be amazing. I have an incredible uh, team of colleagues, but it's really stressful. It's like, wow, is this all going to pay off? And the anticipation of all of that is just like killing me right now. <laughs> I'm just constantly thinking about work and I that's like my least favorite headspace to be in is when I can't detach um, so that's been, that's been really challenging this past week is just like finding those ways to unwind and to detach from work and, um, just try to incorporate more self-care because I'm really bad at self-care. I think I've talked about that before, but, um, uh, I did attend a self-care seminar last week with a, a good friend of mine, uh, invited me to come and it was just so timely. I was so thankful for that opportunity to just like meditate and be around other people. Um, and that was, that was really nice. I've been having this really bad neck pain and suddenly after meditating, I didn't. So that was magical. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's my low. Work is, um, some people love it. And for some people, it's a purpose and a mission. And uh, for other people, it's a means to an end. And for me, that's kind of where I find myself is like, uh, just, I like my job. I like my colleagues and it's, it's, um, it's a really great company for me, but truly at the end of the day, it's like this job allows me flexibility. It allows me to have my dog to sleep on my feet. Uh, it allows me to travel pretty much when I want to. Um, it's like those pros kind of outweigh the cons on a lot of days. So I try to remember that, but it gets tough when you're like in these seasons of busyness and no no days off in sight, which I, I empathize with you on that because it's the same for me. But uh, so that would be my low. But my high uh, last week in all of the chaos of work, my brother and sister-in-law and nephew came to visit uh, and they have not been up in winter in a long time. So like them being able to see a beautiful snowfall, uh, get stuck in the driveway, like get their car stuck in the driveway, classic New York winter. Um, but it was really, really great to have my whole family together. Um, we shared some great meals, played some great games, lots of laughs, uh, just reconnecting with my brother and sister-in-law is always really great. Um, so yeah, it's always really special when my family's together. So I was, I was really glad to have that opportunity this past week. It was good times. Yeah. It's always nice when you get to spend time with family, especially, you know, him, um, being out in Arizona. So those visits yeah. are few and far between, so that's really nice that you got to see them. It's true. It's true. All right. And so now we have our last segment, our discover segment, and uh, we're going to do something. Well, it's not like super different, so like don't get super excited about it, but our article today is from the Disney Tourist blog, which is a blog that I follow fairly closely, but the title is, Will Rock and Roller Coaster Be Reimagined? And if you've never been to Disney World, Rock and Roller Coaster is a classic. Uh, it was not part of the original uh, opening at Hollywood Studios, but it is a really fun ride. Like even Allie likes it. Uh, so you know it's good. <laughs> Am I right, Allie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she does not like Tower of Terror for reference. Um, uh, no, I don't know why anyone would, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> ah, see, this is where you're wrong, Allie, and we could debate it for a whole episode, but okay, we'll do that another time. <laughs> but um, 
so yeah, Rock and Roller Coaster, uh, it's technically Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith and this bride, uh, you get in like a stretch limousine basically, and then you shoot off really fast and there's Aerosmith music blaring in your ears. And essentially the idea is that you are rushing through the streets of LA in a super stretch limo to get to an Aerosmith concert. Uh, the ride is actually fairly short. So like, um, but it's really thrilling and really fun and really popular, but it's closed right now for, um, re, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Refurbishment, I guess. But there's a rumor going around that while it's closed, they're going to reimagine it with a different band or something. So there's a lot to unpack here, but I think really what we want to focus on is like, if we had the opportunity to reimagine Rock and Roller Coaster, what would we do? Allie, what would you do? There's so many possibilities. Yeah, wow. The world is our oyster here. There's so much <laughs> that we could do. Yeah, that would be sad to see Rock and Roller Coaster disappear, but that's okay. I can understand why they would want to change it up. That's fine. We'll accept that, I guess. Um, but <laughs> something that comes to mind, and Disney's kind of getting there with it, is just more representation. So, like, they could have a ride with the new Little Mermaid or um, Black Panther, like the new Wakanda Forever just came out not that long ago. I think that would be something that would be amazing because so much of Disney is just white characters whether that be goofy mickey or the princesses or the villains whatever there's not a lot of representation even not even just people of color like asian and other people like that are not really represented in disney characters and i think that's so important for kids to see themselves like as an elementary teacher i am so passionate if you could see my background here i have a whole shelf full of books that have representation for any kid that you can imagine, any family situation. And I think Disney really needs to step it up. Yeah, sure, they have The Little Mermaid and Black Panther, and there's whispers about Tinkerbell, but think of all the other things that Disney has created, and it's taken them this long to have some kind of representation. I think they really need to make it a priority. They're such a huge franchise, and I think they could change the lives for some kids and even for adults who didn't see that representation as a kid i think it would be so powerful for them to see themselves like their younger selves um portrayed in disney movies or disney rides and i think Aeros this aerosmith ride potentially disappearing would be a great opportunity um for disney to take that next step oh definitely yeah um i think i think a black panther coaster would be coaster would be amazing first first of all and second of all i think you're totally right like there are so many properties that disney has created in the past 10 years maybe particularly where i mean like splash mountain is being reimagined and we're getting tiana in there which is great and i think that's kind of the direction that we want to keep going in is like that representation not only of like um race and ethnicity background like gender um also just like neurodiversity like neuro inclusion things like that um and disney uh, to my knowledge has been more focused on that. Like, I mean, even like in finding Nemo, uh, Dory is very much like ADHD, like speaking to neuro inclusion and things like that. But it's true. Like in the parks, uh, in their rides, there's not a whole lot that is inclusive. Um, 
when it comes to uh, representation in, in figures. So I think that would be awesome to kind of pull in something like that. Like, and also like, why wouldn't you want to use Black Panther and honor Chadwick Boseman? And like, there's just so much great female power in that too. Just like, oh my gosh, yes. I'm, I'm all for all of this. And I, I am optimistic that Disney's going in that direction and just let's get on it folks. <laughs> Yeah, who do we talk to? Who's the higher up here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's an excellent idea. And I think uh, if, if we're talking about like, so with this it being practical, if um, if they're going to remove Aerosmith and if they're just simply going to like replace the soundtrack, I think it would be awesome to have Panic at the Disco come in. Like even if it's like the Panic at the Disco into the unknown version or something like, I, I don't know, just like something like that. I think that would be awesome to have like some sort of pop punk like updated a little bit. Um, but truly, I've said this before and I will say it again to the day I die. I think that they should retheme Rock and Roller Coaster as Sugar Rush from Rocket Ralph because I think... I'm just saying, I think that is a perfect retheme. You use a property that you have not used yet. Uh, it's just like up, it's fresh, it's new, it's popular, it's current. Um, and I just, I, I think it would be beautiful. Just extend the track a little bit and close it for a few years. I don't care. All I want is, I want to see it happen though. I But the Black Panther coaster, I, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. I think whatever ride needs to, like, whatever ride comes in next needs to be longer. Like, oh yeah, maybe, like, 30 seconds. I don't even know. I'm sure you probably know the exact time. You've been on a million times. But it's such a, <laughs> it's such a quick ride, and then you stand in line forever, and it's like, well, yeah, it's a really great, amazing ride. It's thrilling. It's fun. But, like, let's make it maybe more interactive or longer and panic at the disco would be pretty freaking awesome blaring in your ears when you're going down this whatever roller coaster whatever ride they decide to create but That'd yeah let's sweet. change it up a bit make it a little bit longer worth your uh weight there because <laughs> yeah it was by so fast especially like when it feels like you spend more time getting all buckled in than you do actually like on the ride itself no, it's so true. And like, I, I get it. Like, I'm no engineer. So like, I can't magically make roller coasters happen. But yeah, for the amount of time that you're waiting in line, let's, let's make it more worthwhile. I think that that is key to whatever refurbishment they do eventually, even if it's not this refurbishment, I think we're due for a rock and roller coaster overhaul to make it longer, to retheme it, bring in some inclusion and yeah. Yeah, and also they should hire us. Strobe lights too, so I can actually enjoy it. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Disney, please become more sensory friendly for yes, people with epilepsy Those and epileptic challenges with seizures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think I think there's so many opportunities here, and I'll be interested to see. We'll have to you'll have to give us an update since I don't follow any Disney blogs, but you'll have to update <laughs> us with what they decide to do. Yes, definitely. All right. Well, good talk, y'all. I hope you uh, enjoyed our little conversation, just like conversation between two friends here, just being honest, being open, and uh, hopefully inspiring some honesty and openness in yourself, too.
Yeah, thanks for listening. And we hope um, that you enjoy this episode. And be sure to give us a follow on social media. Email us. Fill out the form if you want to be on Travel Tuesday. As we said multiple times, we'd love to hear from you. We can't wait to connect with all of you. Thanks for tuning in to the Wonderlusting Lives podcast. Come escape with us again every other Tuesday for Travel Tuesdays and every other Wednesday for Wildcard Wednesdays. Don't forget to give us a subscribe and a follow on all of our social media and wherever you listen to your podcasts. And until next time, wander on.